Hello, welcome to another episode of The Daily. So good to be hanging with you on this Tuesday, it is 6th of July. Newsflash, if you haven't already been hit with the very real fact, it is July already. It is July! I wonder if any of you feel the same way. I feel like the past couple of months flew by. Like so much has happened, and yet so little has happened. Not sure if any of you feel this way. I do, it's a little bewildering. It's been a nice little time of cooler weather though, I must say. I bet some of you are loving it because it's not super hot and humid for a change. That's a good thing to be grateful for. I've been reflecting on the value of doing nothing. And you might ask, why is that? Well, I've been having some conversations with people and one thing that stood out, among other things, is how quite a number of us find it challenging to slow down, to be still. The other day, someone asked me, how do you manage to be calm all the time? You seem to be so reflective. When did you start getting into, you know, meditation, contemplation and all that? I was caught off guard because I don't consider myself as that calm of a person. I definitely don't reflect and meditate as often as I would love to. Just ask my kids. But I do realize I can look that way to people on the outside while I know better. Internally, I'm often carrying a swirl of emotions. In fact, several conflicting emotions at any one time that I kind of need to look placid and tranquil on the outside. Otherwise, I think I would confuse people who interact with me. Well, that's what I think anyway. So my response to that question was, I'm actually often not calm, but the contrary. When I don't take time to reflect and just sit with God, I can feel pressure mounting. So I talk about silence and solitude a lot, not because I do it well or do it often enough, but because I crave it. And the mounting pressure makes me so aware when I don't make time for it that if I'm not careful, it turns into edgy frustration or crazy mood swings. I can't remember clearly how I came to appreciate the importance of retreat, having intentional time to unplug and just rest in God, learning to embrace silence and solitude. But I can recall a couple of times when I was bordering on burnout, on like crashing and burning, that drove me to disengage from everything out of desperation. And it was because of those times that it is now something I consciously return to as a rhythm, as a thing I try to schedule in, weekly, periodically, annually, and as something to be practiced on purpose, rather than only when in desperation. Chances are you struggle with slowing down and being still. Maybe you feel like you're running on empty, or simply going through the motions, or you don't have it in you anymore, but this show must go on. Or you feel this gnawing feeling of discontent that you're not alright, but you can't find the clutch pedal to shift to a lower gear, so you're caught in this cycle that you don't see the end of, and you're scared of what might happen if you try to slow down or step off it. Or maybe at base, what you struggle with is just this whole idea of doing nothing. It's inconceivable because activity and busyness, being so occupied, is somehow more familiar and comfortable and within our control. That we cannot imagine what it looks like or feels like to do nothing. Recently in one book that I'm reading, the writer Christine shares her experience of when she made the difficult decision of stepping down from her leadership position and it was a decision she felt God was prompting her to take because she had been overextending herself, she was stretched too thin, 
So much so that she felt suffocated, she could no longer hear the sound of God's voice. So she writes, When I announced my departure, several concerned friends, colleagues, and family members tried to console me. Don't worry, God has a plan for you. When God closes a door, another one will always open. Some even used my cocooning analogy to tell me how excited they were that I was about to become a butterfly. But the truth is, I was not interested in metamorphosis. I had no desire to fly. I was exhausted with doing and simply wanted to be. Personally, I can relate how she felt with the times that I had bordered on burnout, how my concern was no longer about what's next when I, after I take a break, you know, oh, so what's going to happen after this break or such. I simply just longed to take one to simply be. It's so usual that we are not comfortable with the idea of doing nothing. I know of people who balk at the idea of taking a gap year away from what they have been doing. In fact, there have been friends who share that they don't know what to do when they're on a break. Like when they're given a sabbatical, when they go on furlough, they feel lost. We're almost programmed to always have to be doing something. Always activated on projects, some kind of tasks. That doing nothing looks and is looked at as wasting time, unproductive, lazy, idle, it's frowned upon. So we don't know what to do with ourselves when nothing is the agenda of the day. Psalm 46 verse 10 instructs us, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Be still in Hebrew is Rafa. Some translations, instead of rendering it as be still, use phrases like stop your striving or cease striving or stop your fighting. The word rafa can mean to sink down, to relax, to drop, to let go. I think of a lifeguard who is trying to save a drowning person, who refuses to be still when the lifeguard is trying to get a good grip on them in order to save them. In that instance, the drowning person is in panic mode and because of that, She's flailing about trying to grab onto whatever she can, but what is most needed is that she actually lets go, relaxes, and allows the rescuer to lead her to safety. There is value in doing nothing. Be still and know that I am God. Stop your striving, let go, and know, in other words, recognize and experience that I am God. If you don't learn the value of doing nothing, like the drowning person and the rescuer, you cannot experience my rescue, my deliverance, my help that is so present, so available right where you are. Only when you would trust me, be at rest, be still, let me fight for you while you do nothing, then you can truly know what it means when you call me God, because you have actually let yourself experience me as God, your deliverer, the one who fights for you. Ruth Haley Barton, in a book, Invitation to Solitude and Silence, writes this, Because we do not rest, we lose our way. Poisoned by the hypnotic belief that good things come only through unceasing determination and tireless effort, we can never truly rest. And for want of rest, our lives are in danger. One of my most formative experiences was when I had just started Bible school. 
and I felt God prompting me to commit a period of months of not taking any speaking or teaching engagements. And, you know, I thought, hey, no problem. I'm happy to speak anyway, right? No problem. That's good. Good thing. It's a good thing. Yet a couple of months in, it became clear how I drew my sense of significance and purpose from speaking, from leadership, and, and all that, from serving so much that I otherwise would not have known if I had not spent those few months saying no to these things out of obedience to God. I learned the value of doing nothing in that area of my life with God. My significance, my identity may be expressed through what I do, but they're not derived from my doing. So even when I don't do what He's called me to do, even in my not doing, in my non-doing mode, my significance remains. My identity is secure and He's still my God. Like Christine, there will be times when we cannot afford to keep going. There will be times we must pause to do nothing. And this do nothing can look like one hour within a crazy day or you know, a couple hours in a week when you especially just make that time. Or it's for two, three days, a kind of personal retreat. Or a few months in some cases where maybe you feel like you're at a major boundary of transition or just the re- unresolved issues in your heart needing much more time and space that you have to stop business as usual. This doing nothing can be us hitting that pause button. Hopefully not only when circumstances or crises drive us or out of desperation, but as an intentional choice in response to God's ever-beckoning invitation. In that one hour or on that retreat or on that few months break, we are responding to the deep need to take time to reconcile fragmented bits of our interior self and we grapple with the restlessness and the noise within so that we can linger with God over questions with regard to the integrity of our being and our doing or you know, the in- integration of our being and our doing and of our direction, our sense of meaning and purpose. When I have buckled down, when I have made the choice to pause, to withdraw, from activity I'm addicted to or from people I want to be needed by or from productivity and performance from which I derive significance, God has always met with me in my brokenness, emptiness and dryness. What had been fractured within me when I paused, He made whole, He integrated so that I can better be who He has made me to be and do what He has called me to do. Not as a goal, but an inevitable consequence of just learning to be still. In that sense, then, what looks like doing nothing to us is not entirely idle in God's economy, right? Because as far as God is concerned, when we are willing to be still, it is an expression of our trust in Him. He's always doing something in the nothing. A phenomenon that has recently captured my imagination is how certain trees during winter while appearing dry and dormant, like nothing is happening above ground, they're not lifeless. But underground, the roots are growing deeper as all of the tree's energy is being focused on growing, searching and retaining nutrients to help them get through the winter and to prepare them for the spring. In the same way, if you struggle with seeing value in doing nothing, I believe God's invitation to you is to let go to drop and let go, to rafa, to stop striving, to know Him as your deliverer in a fresh new way, to allow Him to do what only He can do, 
when you stop doing and give life to your inner being beneath the ground, beneath our facade today. Now with that reflection, would you take these next couple of minutes to just be still? You can find a comfortable place, grab a pen and paper, and just sit comfortably and focus your thoughts on Him. And as a prayer from your heart, just lift up slowly the words, be still. Be still. Be still and know Be still and know. Be still and know that you are God. Be still and know that you are God. So even as you meditate on these words, begin to ask God in your own words, in what ways you would like to let go and do nothing. Tell him what comes to mind. Picture yourself in a state of doing nothing in God's presence. What surfaces in your heart as you picture yourself doing nothing in God's presence? Tell God what surfaces in your own words. as you sit and be still, would you ask God, show me God, you as my deliverer, show me God, you as my deliverer, and you can pray a prayer response 
to him. God, our God, we choose to be still, even today. I pray for my friends who are listening and tuning in this episode. God, that we would not be a people whose identity and significance become anchored in our doing, in our performing, in our holding on in our striving but let us grow in trust grow in surrender grow in yielding to you letting go grow in being still grow in learning to do nothing and seeing the value of doing nothing whether in our own lives or when others go through similar seasons, tutor our hearts to value the things you work in us when we choose to be still and know that you are God. With that, we pray and give thanks for all that you have in store and for all your goodness and your grace in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Be blessed and uh, I hope you have a great day. Hey, Pastor Andre here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website www.thecity.sg for more information. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace.